0: We just, been, we just been smoking the ball, We just been
1: smoking the ball, We just been smoking the When did we buy bowl? We just been smoking the ball, we, we don't got no time to roll. I'm always out on the road. She don't got time for a hole. Little bit of time that we have. We used to purchase a half. It don't be no time to smoke. I'm always throwing on clothes. She always throwing a fit. We don't got no time for no sex. I just put milk in the bowl. She don't be cooking at all. She just put weed in the bowl. She don't have time for herself. She put in points on the board. Yes, you know she carry her own. You know she carry the child. She wake up back at right the dawn. She don't be cracking a smile. So when she packing the ball, I grab her, I tell her, let me crack this line. Slow it down for a second. Break it down. Ooh, she said, let me lick this line. Slow it down for a second. Break it down. Ooh. We need we need, a, we need a, we need a small break. We need we need we need Your Monday blues are over. This is Back to Black, and we are back for another episode. This is TK. Whoop, whoop. This is your hostess with the most, this is Young T. And this is Coco.
2: Kind of. So I like that little
0: joint that we chose. I, I'm going to need a little more
2: enthusiasm from Coco now. You know I'm, <laughs> what I'm saying? try. We're going to try that one more time.
0: She's like, it's Coco. No, Let's try that. that was my we sexy don't... voice. Stop getting off was me. A sexy voice. Okay. Yes. That was like my, you know, late night. um am late night. Uh, storm. Late... It. Yeah. Okay. Good night, Luke.
2: What's this? Um. What's his name he used to be on Magic 102,
0: like, Funky Larry Jones,
2: like that?
1: No. Yeah.
2: <laughs> what, you know, what y'all know about Funky Larry Jones? What y'all know about that? Not too much, man, not too much. Y'all ain't, oh, y'all ain't young, old I'm enough a, about that. I'm a young whipper. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, it's Monday. How's How was y'all's Monday so far? Mine was... You know what? I'm not sure how it was because Mondays are like... Even if it was a good day, it's like it's still Monday, though. So... They kind of like cancel each other out. Like a negative plus a negative equals a positive, I guess, to an extent. I don't know. My day was okay. What about y'all?
1: My Monday was really chill. I'm not going to lie. I had a a little opportunity, possibly another career change, increase this value and increase this um, resume. Uh, I don't know. I stopped thinking about Mondays being Mondays because every time I thought about that, the law of attraction set in and it just made my day kind of effed up, so I don't even see it that way anymore. No or well, I
0: tried not to at least. Okay. That's a positive outlook. Yeah, I'm optimistic about Mondays, too. Um, I like to get the week started. I like to get it, you know, get the the order of the world restored. The kid goes to school. The man goes to work. You know, I go to work and do whatever I need. I like the, the you know, the, the schedule of things. So I enjoy Mondays. Oh, cool. I'm with it. I'm with it. Um, I, I guess you
2: can't
1: get to Friday without going through Monday. So shout-out to Monday, though. Shout-out. Yeah, P, you sound like you're the only one that kind of hate Mondays right
2: now. Like, eh.
0: I
1: mean, I'll
2: be honest. Like, Monday – well, probably – it's probably because of the job that I have. And, like, I work in environmental mm-hmm. compliance. So, like, Mondays are usually kind of like I got to take care of everything that happened over the weekend. That's so. unfortunate. Yeah, usually, like, I come into work and some bullshit is, like, literally, like, waiting for me on my desk with my name on it. So, yeah. Not that just means that you're needed. That's called job security, my man, job security. Too to many You're needed
1: and you're necessary.
2: Yeah, because no, nobody else really wants to do my job. So I suppose that is a form of job security. So shout out to job security. But, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going to do better on my Mondays. You guys you guys are pretty inspiring um, so I'm gonna. What is it? The 48 laws of power, laws of attraction. You said.
1: What is it? This is. Yeah, law of attraction, man. So things that you think of the things that happen. The things that happen is a, is pretty much a manifestation of what's in your head. So, I mean, it ain't like uh, my Mondays have been perfect. You know, or like you know, just straight chilling. I have not had this optimistic, um, outlook on life. <laughs> be real honest. I'm pretty sure I just came into it within the last two. Two to three months, four months, because the middle of the middle of March going into the next month was kind of sketchy. Mhm. So positive outlook on life changes a whole lot of stuff. Turn, turn up, turn up, turn up, man,
2: man. So I don't know what y'all were doing last night, but the the uh, Billboard Music Awards were on, and I wasn't watching it at first until I saw everybody like dragging Madonna. So, um, did you guys get a chance to check out the performance? What were your thoughts? My initial thought, let me go ahead and go first, was why the hell did they pick Madonna? So when they announced that, I automatically, like, that performance was, like, dead to me. You know, I already written it off. I was like, there's no way Madonna can do any performing a uh, Prince tribute. I mean, it was terrible. Like, I'm not a big fan of Madonna. Like, I literally could not name you one Madonna song. Um... So, I was just curious, I mean, I know it's like the Billboard Awards, but like, of all the artists to select to perform a tribute to Prince, who was such an influential, such a great artist, you know, like, were they just in a boardroom and they had a bunch of people and they were like, you know what, we can just call Madonna. To me, I don't know, I think, I think they should have got somebody else. I really, really do. Who? Um, I don't know, you know, I'm really not sure. Should have gotten. From good. my
1: understanding, from my understanding, how it works with the billboards with all of those, all of the performances, it's like they have trending artists from throughout the year. And I guess with it being a death, with it being a sudden death, like Princess, um, they decided to pick somebody that was relatively close to them that would appeal to their masses. I honestly believe that. And then Madonna has reinvented her name within the last couple of months, with you know, kind of being in partnership with Tidal, um, from my understanding, or just being with the Tidal company. Um, I think that's kind of reinvented her name. And then they were just like, oh, yeah, well, she is friends with Prince, the late um, yeah. late great Prince. So it, it was the worst. And then Stevie Wonder, from what I know, couldn't even save her at all. Like, no, the bomb would drop. The only thing
2: that could have saved her if Aretha Franklin and Fantasia walked out at the same time and started harmonizing to Purple Ring that would literally be the only thing that could have saved Madonna. That, of course, did not happen. That wasn't happening. She got and 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 she got drugged. She got drugged so bad within the first 20 minutes after the performance. BET had a commercial and they was like, you know, they were uh, promoting the uh, upcoming uh, BET BET Awards and it was saying, you know, a picture of Prince and it said, "Don't we? Yeah, we saw that. Don't worry, we got you." You know, B.E.T. was like, you but B.E.T. Do y'all really
1: have us though? Like, do, <laughs> us? do we know this for sure? I'm not, I'm not secure in these feelings. I feel like, I feel, I feel like the the salty girlfriend when it comes to B.E.T. Like, I done got woken up with y'all so many times. I don't even know whether to trust if y'all are gonna do what you're supposed to do this time around. I don't trust. But you. They better have everybody. I feel there. like
0: if anybody's gonna bring it though, if anybody's gonna bring a tribute you know, the home of black entertainment television is going to come out, especially the old folks.
1: We don't know this to be true at this point. <laughs> we don't know this to be true, though. So I'm, I'm really sorry. I want to see Beyonce freaking a piano. I want to see her whipping it out on top of a piano. <laughs> I want to see Stevie want to bust out his best notes. I want him to go back to No Blast. It's just this performance. I want Destiny's Child to reunite, to, to harmonize, and on, the Prince. Like, Aretha better put on, you, that's how I know when Aretha is going to have a good performance in her late age, you can see her fat arms, like, jiggling in the picture. Ooh. So I feel like oh they need to come with everything. Lil' Patty better sing her, all <laughs> of it. Oh, yeah, I, they
0: need to get help,
1: there. Yeah, I need a I need a full throne performance. Like, Princeton gave us Purple Rain, and it sounds like Madonna gave us lukewarm lavender water, and I'm not here for it.
2: She gave us some murky bath water. That's what she gave Some murky-ass bath water. So I I don't know. Um, I honestly think BET probably has the best award show out. The Soul Train Awards are usually pretty good, too. Um, Those are really good award shows. Now, BET as a whole, as a network, pure garbage. Like MTV2 is more black than BET. But their award shows, I must admit, like, uh, they're they're pretty legit. I think the only sketchy B E. T. award that I seen was the one when they had like Chris Tucker hosting and he was like trying to pay off that IRS debt and he was literally up there just like fucking playing. Like, yeah, that was only the sketchy B. E. T. awards I ever I can't seen. I remember that man. It was like I think that was like four or five years ago. It was around the time Chris Tucker had them IRS problems and he was going around the country <laughs> doing a stand up and then B. E. T. of course gave him the job and it was terrible. Like Terrible So, Other than that They're pretty dope So We'll see Next month I'm excited about it I don't know about y'all But I love BET Music Awards I love Soul Train Awards Um, You know Just dope But we'll see We will see man But I saw something uh, Very interesting Today That like We just got to Got to talk about We got to have a round table We got to argue We got to cuss each other out We got to disagree I don't care what we do We just have to talk about this um, so, so the interesting discussion that I'm speaking about is the topic of whoopings, um, child whoopings, to be specific. And this this topic really hit home for me because, you know, I've received my share of whoopings growing up. So I'm somewhat of an expert in terms of receiving ass whoopings, if you will. So, so I guess the biggest question is that that triggers this debate is what is or isn't child abuse, right? So now we're in the age of social media where people have, like, this bright idea, which really isn't a bright idea, by the way, of whooping their children and posting it on social media, I guess, to teach their kids a lesson or to show people that they discipline their kids, which is like an open invitation to a CPS investigation, but it also sparks a lot of debate. And honestly, I'm not sure where I stand on the issue because, Part of me is like, no, you got to whoop kids or they're going to grow up to be terrible human beings. But the other side of me is like, is invoking violence on a child really constructive to their mental health and overall well-being. So I'm kind of like in limbo and I don't really know what side of the fence I stand on. I definitely don't agree with beating kids, but I'm not sure if I'm if I'm like
1: opposed to cutting ass neither. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. Um, I'm gonna let the parent go ahead because I know for a fact you got both sides of the paper on this, and then I guess I will um, follow suit.
0: <laughs> no, go
1: ahead. No, no, no. I like your I like your opinion. I like your in the, uh, opinions of parents because I think it gives more insight to what what's logical for y'all and what you know and what's illogical for the rest of us. Like what makes sense and how you really feel about it, because you're a parent. So you've got not just one side possibly, but you've had the other side as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, um, I think that uh whoopings are necessary. Um, but I think that where it teeters the line of child abuse is, you know, the course of actions that, come before and after the whooping. I think before and after the whooping is, you know, are the two most crucial times in the whole disciplinary process. I think that that's what leaves long-lasting effects on children. Um, I think some people have this idea of just inflicting pain on a child and just, you know, making them hurt is like, okay, this is a deterrence for bad behavior. But if you're not before the whooping, making sure the child understands why they're getting a whooping or giving the child um, attainable goals as to not getting a whooping, you know what I mean? Because, like, no child is perfect, and you have to direct them. You know, they're going to, you know, fall off the path every now and then, but you got to direct them. So if you haven't given given them goals to not get a whooping again or to not get a whooping, you know, why, you, why you're getting one this time, and then... You, you you failed on the necessary part of that whooping. And then afterwards, if you're not, like, telling them, okay, so you understand, this is what happened. I love you, and, you know, sh- telling them that this is for a purpose and not just to let off steam because you're mad that they broke something or, you know, whatever, then I think that it's, it's effective. Also, whooping shouldn't be the, the only resort. I mean, I think you need to alternate between punishment methods. I mean, if you're just beating a child all day every day and they just immune to getting their ass beat, then what is it really doing? So, I mean, that's my view on. It. I think it's very necessary, but I think a lot of things go with that, and that's where it teaches a lot of child abuse when those things are not being met, and it's just it's not really discipline. It's just you taking out your frustration. I can understand that.
1: I really can. Um, uh, do I feel like whoopings are necessary? Uh, I don't like calling it whoopings. I like calling it discipline. I feel like you should yeah. discipline your child. I was brought up, scared of wild squirrel, a spoiled child. Um, so that comes, that roots in a lot of different ways. Do I believe you should whoop your child on a regular basis? No. Do I believe you should do the surprise method and whoop them anyway? No. <laughs> um, but I do believe that it does need to be a structure. Um, some people just have, honestly, some people just have bad kids. And that, <laughs> doesn't mean and that honestly can go a lot of ways. That could be mental issues, that could be emotional disruption, that could be abuse, physical, mental, spiritual, um, sexual abuse that they've undergone and no one has ever talked to them about it and that's why they act out like that. I do feel like you need to be whooping your child up to a certain age if you feel like it is if you feel like it's necessary. Um, because a lot of people take it. I have seen abusive parents just literally whoop their kids, and when I say whoop, I mean like whip. And then you know we have other other um, other parents, older grandparents and stuff that use extension cords, boards. Uh, <laughs> my um, one of my grandparents um, before she started getting sick, she could not necessarily get to us, and one of my cousins was not that great of a kid sometimes, so she would chunk stuff like so like books and stuff. Stuff that was acceptable to her hand. Um,
0: oh, that like that granny to pull out that knife from a child.
1: See, <laughs> oh, my, my grandparent was not my grandparent was abusive though, so I don't know what that is. That sounds like, <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> sounds like abuse. That
0: sounds
1: like thug life.
0: No, that was definitely some abuse.
1: That sounds like West Coast like abuse, like
0: I know, I know.
1: <laughs> but uh yeah, you know like it kinda it kinda got a little crazy sometimes at Granny House. Um But I do feel like there is a limit. That is something I do know. I don't feel like if you've ever whooped your child really and you decide that, oh, he's getting too bad, he or she is getting too bad now, I should whoop them right now at the age of 13, 14, 15, 16. No, because if they haven't gotten whooped prior to that date or that year, most of these kids are going to turn around and pop you back in your face. So (laughs) I I wish the kid would. Hey, listen, I have seen it and I have kept certain kids from, Slapping their parents and slapping their guardians, and I have watched student athletes like almost getting into with their coaches because they have never dealt with that before. So, have to deal with it with somebody that's not of authority to them is a different thing. Um, there is a line of abuse, though. I have seen it. Um, I have never been a witness of it. I have never necessarily been abused. I've gotten a whooping before, but I honestly feel like if I didn't get whooping said, I can guarantee you, I would be. A horrible kid, not because of anything that my parents did, but because I know I had so much leeway and did not realize it until I got into my older age and became an adult and really looked and saw, like, oh wow, my mom and my dad let me do a
2: lot. So I, I guess um, I guess that's the main argument. I know you just said, you know, like I got whooped as a kid, but it wasn't abuse. But you got many people who would view. You know, striking a child, whether you're doing it out of love, out of anger, out of malice, or out of just wanting them to be a better person, they 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 still consider that abuse to an extent. I totally get what you're saying because I got my ass whooped growing up. And my mother was from the old school. Like, we graduated from belts like, at a very early age. Like, my mom whooped us with an extension cord. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it was right. I'm not saying I agree with my mother to an extent I understand why she did it. But I was, I'm was much more concerned now is why my mother felt the need that she had to take an extension cord to whoop us for us to understand. You know, because I grew up in a house where, like, you did as you were told or you got your ass whooped. Like, my mom would literally, like, take that extension cord, raise it around her head and spin it around like a helicopter on some PD Pablo shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was the reality. But it worked for me. I didn't get a whole lot of whoopings. Now, my two brothers, I had two brothers. Uh, Both my brothers were in prison before the age of 19, and they got more ass whoopings than a little bit. So to an extent, TK, I do understand what you're saying because, to me, whoopings definitely worked for me. I I do believe that. Um, But I've seen the other side of it, too, where they got their ass tore off the bone, and it, it, it wasn't beneficial at all to them. You know, whether it made them worse or not, I guess that's debatable. I guess you can make the argument maybe they were just inherently bad. But growing up in a house that <laughs> I've seen a whole lot of whoopings, like I'm I'm really not sure. And as I'm an, I'm an adult now, I'm examining that. You know, back then it was like, well, I, yeah. need a, I need a whooping so I know how to act. But, you know, when you really, like, examine that statement, and re- and I'm, I'm talking like really, really examine that statement, like it sounds crazy. Like I needed my ass whooped so I knew how to act. You know what I'm
1: saying? I, I don't you know what? I, you know? I don't know. That's like that kinda of pushes the capital punishment is horrible for your kids. Capital punishment is bad only when you use it literally as capital punishment. And then people refer back to within this as slave times or you know, just it kinda of, it kinda of puts me in a state of so when is it gonna like when are is something's is gonna become logical and actually a means, um, to an end or make or it being necessary? Rather than always being something that could turn into a bigger issue or something that this is of the past times, you need to elevate yourself, and it's really not. It's really not. And this is this um the comparison. It really had nothing, but that triggered something in my head, like about capital punishment. Like some kids are inherently bad, so if you whoop them or you <laughs> throw capital punishment on them, bam, they may wake up one night and just shoot you in your head,
0: like. But you know, but you know what? See, that's the thing though. It's like, like you said, you know, there are other, um, causes for children acting out other than them just being, you know, natural, naturally a bad seed. Like, a lot of times, you know, these, ki- I mean, we, we, we get all these shots, you know, and then you, we hear all this stuff about the things that, you know, shots do. I mean, there's so many different things about our environment and the way we live and the way we continue to live, you know, moving forward and the that, you know, can affect how our children are growing up. Because you see these things and you see them fluctuate as far as, like, behavioral problems. And, you know what I mean? So I just feel like, okay, maybe, you know, at a certain time, maybe a pop, would, would, you know, would deter a child. But at the same time, a child is going to be a child. and And I feel like that's the same with animals. Like, yeah. you don't, you're not supposed, I mean, like, I, I think of it, I think of the, you know, I look at it from different views, and like, even though I understand, you know, you having to show authority for, to your child, at the same time, it's like, that's another human, and you, you hitting them. Like, do you go, do you, you know, you know what I mean? Like, do you, does your boss hit you no as, as an authority figure when, you know what I mean? So I look at it from that view, too, and I'm like, when you think about it, it really kind of, it's really kind of sick. And uh, I don't know, I
1: get it, I get it, Ah, it's so sad because I'm so, like, I'm so against it actually being right, which I'm saying actually right. <laughs> And right, um, but I do understand it, and wholeheartedly I do understand it. I have been in a situation, um, personally, where I hit one of my siblings, and it broke my heart, only because I think I did it more so out of emotion, and I did not do it to prove a point. And it wasn't a whooping. Yeah. It wasn't anything that ha- that had anything to do with anything. I hit him in the face, matter of fact. I didn't punch mm-hmm. him. I didn't, like, try to kill him oh, or anything wrong. like that. But I popped him in the face. And I, now, that to me is a form, that to me is a, what, was a form of abuse. Am I an abuser? No, I'm not, like, out here can my, my cousins or my little brother. Mm-hmm. Or like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not him. Mm-hmm. Tell you it know, to the judge.
2: Me tell me it to the judge.
1: no, no, no. This was like. <laughs> This was some years ago, and I popped him, like, upside his head. And the face, I can't remember it, like, it was just the face that he gave me drove me to tears. So I understand when parents say, this is going to hurt me more than when it hurts you. Most of them be lying,
0: 999 <laughs> <laughs> Most of them be lying. Wrong. That
1: was but a lie. But the ones, when it does actually drive you, drive you to tears or drive you to hurting your feelings, that's when you know. That's when your conscience kicks in. And you know, like okay, that was not right. That was not cool. That wasn't okay. That's why I take a certain tone. But I do understand. Can you
0: know when you cross the line. Yeah, um, the knows, and whether they admit it or not, you know when you cross the line. And you and that's mean, that's, the, that's the yeah. Thing. I mean, I
2: remember one time, like I forget. Oh, um, I think I broke a chair or something. And my mama whooped all of us because we was all playing around in housing and stuff. And, boy, she cut my ass so bad one time, like, I literally was like, you know what? I ain't got to deal with this shit. I like to pack my bags. I was like, I'm (laughs) just trying to get out of of here. Like, I felt so oppressed, so oppressed. And I I was really angry with my mother because I felt like, yeah, probably, yeah, I guess by the standard rules of her house, that warranted an ass whooping but I feel like I got my ass caught off the bone. Like, I got some extra whoopings. Like, she had a bad day at work, and them white folks made her mad or something, and I got the grunt of that. That's how I felt. So I guess another thing, too, is, like, we really need to evaluate the mental health of parents as well. Exactly.
1: Exactly.
2: They believe in whooping kids, but they, they, they got a lot of bags they're carrying, too. And that one incident can, like, magnify everything. Like, they can already be having a bad day. And next thing you know, you know, little Jimmy, you know, bit somebody at school. Next thing you know, they going upside their head, you know. And it's and it's not really so much that Jimmy bit someone at school. It's all the other things they have to deal with, and that was just the final cherry on top. And it was like, oh shit, now I got to beat this kid. You know what I'm saying? Right. I I don't know why people whoop their. I mean, I understand it because I I I whooped the kid. You know I. I didn't feel bad, I'll be honest. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't feel like, you know, this is gonna hurt me more than it hurts you. Like I knew it was gonna hurt him. My intention was not to hurt him, but I knew it was going to. Does that make sense? Yeah. It was a definitely I wasn't sense. you know, I wasn't I wasn't tickling him. But uh I don't know, man. It's it's such a such a slippery slope. You know what I mean? But I don't want to be one of those parents that say well, I'm whooping you so you don't turn out bad. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't want to put that. I don't know if I want. I don't know if I want to put that in a child's
1: head. I won't say that in particular, but I'm definitely going to give them the same speech that my mom gave me. Well, my mom, was my mom a perfect parent? Was my dad a perfect parent? No, not by any. Not I swear, not by any slip. They weren't. But I knew a lot of the stuff in my parents and my uncles and my aunts told me and did with me as a kid and as a teenager prevented me from a whole grip of stuff that my mom is talking and mentoring to girls now who are my age who are maybe one, two, and three in abusive relationships or just not really, just honestly, just not really there. And I don't take that for granted, so I include all of that into my childhood, me, being, me getting me. Getting the whooping, too. Um, so I'm not going to say I'm whooping you. I won't tell my kids, my future kids, I'm whooping you so that you don't turn out bad. But I I will make it clear, like, I am sparing the rods so that you are not spoiled later in life. Right. I I, it, I will say that to a certain degree. I I really will. And I will be one of those parents that will pop my child on their butt. I will never hit them in the face, and I know my limits. I will never hit my child in the face. I will never hit my child... In, sure? in just areas that just doesn't make sense. Will I pop them on their butt? Oh, most definitely. And if I have boys and they get up to age, it will be some chest pops. Sorry, I, 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 don't, I, I don't know how everybody feels, but that's me. I got, I got popped in my mouth a
2: few times. Like
1: so now if I can't times. do it, mouth and face, I'm like, it, like it, that's just straight
2: of you. That, that was pretty much a deal. I mean, I remember my mama like, I'm talking like, I heard the wind whistle. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean and I was like good God!" you know what I mean she hit me y'all I don't know if y'all watch wrestling but Ric Flair like how he used to slap people in the chest that's the type of slap my mama was giving out for talking
1: back well, oh yeah, yeah talking my, used to, play, yeah. my used to play WWF all the time when we were a hardy boy so yeah
2: I know exactly what yeah talking. yeah so it, it, it was growing up bro. but man I honestly believe like like you said I don't think our parents were.
1: my parents weren't
2: perfect by any scratch I think they really, really meant well, and I think they did some really, really great things. I think they did a a lot of bad things as well, you know. So I can honestly say, like, maybe the form of punishment that my parents administered wasn't beneficial. I think um, there were moments where it it, it did work and there were minimal results. I just think I was a different kid. I didn't get a whole lot of whoopings growing up. Like, what I'm telling you all now is probably like the span of like a year where I was kind of, I wasn't bad, I was kind of like mischievous, but I had two brothers, so as you can imagine, we got into a lot of trouble, like really just roughhousing, breaking shit, you know what I mean, like they later on transitioned in life to other things, but uh I quickly learned, like, you know what, if I just sit my ass down, like, maybe I won't get a whooping, but for them, that, that, that light just didn't click, so I guess... What is the solution if we're if we're not gonna whoop kids? Then what's the solutions for punishment when they do act out, when they do get in trouble? Like, what is the, what should the punishment be if it's not gonna be, you know, oops upside their head or butt?
0: I mean, there can be a other a lot of other things that are equally, you know, something that they dread. I mean, it's, and and it really depends on the kids. I mean, some kids. Some kids can't live without video games and taking that away is sufficient. Some kids, you know, can't can't function if, if they are not allowed to, you know, be in the family room with everybody else. And that could be sufficient, you know, time away. But I think I don't know, it's just there's just it's it's so quick to become excessive. And um when it, when a lot of times it's just it's just not necessary and even if you you know, you feel like It is, it's like, what was the benefit? And I think you have to really, like, see, see those, um, those results. So, so I guess one thing, my next question is, so we all agree
2: that we believe in corporal punishment, but not child abuse, right? So, what is something that's, like, automatically, like, you get an ass whooping, do not go past gold, do not collect $200, like, no discussion, like, you are getting your ass whooped. So what would warrant something like that? Because you, you remember when you were acting bad at the house and there were certain things you did and your mom was like, you know what, ass whooping right now, me, you, this extension cord. So what are some things that y'all feel are, like, just completely unacceptable and you just have to whoop kids?
0: you smelling yourself.
1: That's, I, I think that was, I got a couple of, I got a couple of ass whoops in high school straight up because I was smelling myself and I started lying, like, and I mean, profusely, like, for, I mean, stuff for nothing. So, me and my best friend, quick story, me and my best friend from high school, we knew that we was on our way to an ass whooping. And I say on our way to it because literally it was like a train wreck. We was on our way to a whooping. Both of us, because this was my best friend, so that meant to her mom that when she was open to my house, she was my mama's kid. Right. She, my mom used to align it, never said, I don't know if it was just mama instinct or something, or she just knew literally two weeks ahead of schedule before we did something dumb. She used to make <laughs> chicken spaghetti. I kid you not. Chicken spaghetti every single time we was on our way to an ass whooping. And lo and behold, we just knew that we were going to make it, and we would come into the house, bro, like, the weekend of junior year during our spring break, right at the beginning of spring break, like the Friday you got out of school. And we talked a lie and go and, and go with some boys and said that we were going to the movies. Did not end well. That was when Norbert <laughs> had first came out. My mom had mm. made the chicken spaghetti and she waited on us in the room and she said, Where were y'all? And I tried to bring home like a movie pamphlet, like, see, we was at the movies. Like, no, I'm a liar. I called the movies. The last one ended at four something something. Ooh. Um, this afternoon, straight ass whooping, and then that was it. But to me, as a parent later, it's definitely gonna be you lying for no reason, you bucking up, or um, you just feel, or you, or you really feel like you have authority over me as your parent. That's gonna be an issue for me as a parent. I feel like that's gonna be more because one, I'm controlling. And so I'm pretty sure
0: that's going to come off a little bad with my kids. You I just definitely just agree with bucking up. I think bucking up is definitely the automatic ass whooping. Um, you know, you poke your chest out at me, you uh, yell at me, you raise your voice to me, you know, putting your hand up at me, throwing shit at me, kicking me, any of that. Automatic ass whooping. I wish you would try, try to kick at thing. me. Oh,
1: it won't <laughs> be no whooping. It's going to be straight limb, like.
0: Girl, them terrible Listen, twos. You're going to have to pop a toddler.
1: I have already said if I have boys, like, it's going down. Like, it's that straight, straight flip. Like, as soon as you get up age, homeboy, and when I say up age, I mean, like, you're not crawling no more. I'm going straight for shoulder blades. I'm punching straight yeah. shoulder blades.
2: Which brings another interesting topic because there was actually a video that was circulating around Facebook. Uh, it was his father. His son was cutting up. I don't know if it was school or something else. He made his son put some boxing gloves on, and he started boxing his son. And like, really? Um. I mean, at first, I was like, okay, this because everybody was like, this video is bad. He's abusing him. So I watched like the first twenty seconds. I'm like, oh, he's not even, he's not even really doing much to him. They say, you know, this dad is like hitting him in the face with like textbook combinations. I'm talking like he's um. bobbing and weaving to the point where the son starts bleeding, and from there he's still busting his ass.
1: Nah, I mean, straight he abuse. Had and That's
2: straight abuse.
1: Straight abuse. Oh, my, and then my shoulder, the shoulder stuff that I said, pretty much a joke, but really not a joke. I will wait until you're by a teenage age for me to go in and start popping them shoulders because I'm small, so I can only imagine the man who I have children with hopefully will be taller than me. So I'm pretty sure my kids, I have a line all this, obviously, if you can tell. My kids, I'm pretty sure, will be taller than me, so I'm gonna to have to put in a little bit of light work on them with them shoulders, a couple of punch combinations on those shoulders to get their attention. But literally, Floyd Mayweather and your kid that's an yeah. issue. That's a mental issue. Yeah. You have something wrong there.
2: Yeah, and and I, I and, just thinking like the, the 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 tough love approach. Go ahead, Coco.
0: I just I just hate. That's just my biggest pet peeve, and that's where you know. You know, like, what, what's that saying where it's like, you know, don't, I, I can't remember what the saying is, but basically, don't start no shit, won't be no shit. That's a good one, too. It's like, why should you post your you punishing your child on social media? Like, when you open up yourself for that kind of scrutiny, like, why do it? Like, why even, like, we, we I mean, like, now it's like, now you have to try to categorize what is child abuse and what is not. And now you have everyone trying to analyze what is sh- just like the lady that you know put hot sauce on her son's tongue. You know, apparently now this is child abuse. You know, so it's like, why even post that? Why even record that? Like, is it certain things exactly. that like, people these days have such a hard time keeping things personal, like keeping personal things personal? Like, this is a social media child. Though. It's not, but you disciplining your child it should be, you know, what's done in the house stays in the house, and so you know, that means well, but relationship like issue. Like
1: breastfeeding, like on Instagram, I don't want to see your titty, let alone you like being your kids on Facebook and Instagram. I don't much less care about it because it's your personal business. If I so happen to can uh, alert the authorities if I see you literally abusing your kids, I'm gonna do that, but. What like it's not too many things that I can do, especially with this at this day and age of everything literally everything being on social media, from your your personal information, your home address, to your relationship status, to the inside of what your vagina looks like, to breastfeeding your kids, to whooping them it's so much available now. It it doesn't it doesn't surprise me. Like the scrutiny yeah. of everything now, it doesn't surprise me. And, uh, and
2: then, yeah, yeah. I know these. I know. I know the majority of this discussion has been child abuse from um, a physical perspective, but there's also another perspective of child abuse, and that too is a is a new form that I've been seeing is uh, humiliation. I've been seeing videos yeah. of parents like cutting their children's hair, giving them like the old man haircuts, or cutting them bald on TV. I mean, on the internet and stuff like that. So that's a, to me, that's a form of child abuse too, not in the physical form, but humiliation and shaming, which could really have the same effects as beating a child. Probably even worse because now you're, 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 you're um, affecting the emotional um, health of the child. So I think that's another thing we should touch on, too, that not all child abuse is physical. I think our words hurt um, children sometimes. And I know dealing with children sometimes, man, you may say some stuff that you may not necessarily mean at the time. Well, I take that back. You definitely mean it at the time, but you look back and you're like, man, I shouldn't have said that. That was a child. And I don't think we realize how our words, like, literally can uh, make or break a child, uh, for lack of better words. So, too, there's just just so many facets of child abuse, you know. And I don't think most people do it on purpose because we kind of feel like children should stay in a child's place. Children should just breathe, eat, say yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, and... Be happy they got somewhere to stay. I know that's most for most people. That's kind of how you children, but I guess uh, I, I guess there's room for growth, you know. And that's you know, uh, generations are changing. So I don't think our generation is more or less parenting the same way that our parents did. I know yeah, that's very true. You know, I would never call an extension cord out and whoop kids. One, I'm not going to jail. Two, that's excessive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you really shouldn't be doing all that. And I love my parents to death, but, you know, I probably shouldn't have got whooped. Ain't no probably to it. I shouldn't have been whooped with an extension cord, you know. And I can honestly yeah. say that was that, that was child abuse, you know. It, she may, Her intent may have been well, but that, by, by definition, that was pretty much child abuse, you know. But I learned from it. Cool. I don't hold any malice or anything like that because I understand the intent. So I didn't take it personal. And thank God it, I came out okay, at least I hope. I know somebody's probably listening to this podcast like, no, nah, you ain't okay. But,
1: uh. Man, you don't know our struggles. Don't be talking about us. I'm judging. us. <laughs> to us. We're <laughs> family. You listen to us. We extend our personal, our personal, um, beliefs in life. And, um, what you, to touch on what you were saying to you, like, honestly, mental abuse is maybe the worst. Um, past sexual abuse, mental, well, sexual abuse trapped onto, um, mental abuse as well. Mental abuse is long lasting. Those webs on your booty that, you know, we got as kids with belts or with flask wires, ascension cords, like, those went away. Mental abuse literally lasts decades, and that makes me, that makes me kind of analyze the people who, uh, who analyze whooping and, um, calling in sociology papers and research papers as capital punishment. They're, um, their race, their, their culture, they're more, on, they're more on embarrassment, mental abuse. So, and look what type of issues they go through. Like, they go through some long-lasting issues. Not to say that we don't go through those things, but mental abuse is a long-lasting effect. It literally, like, you have to go in and, and kind of restructure an entire person. Everything that they knew in their brain, everything that they thought was right, they, you have to go in there and literally restructure them and reprogram them. Cause mental abuse can take a toll on everything that you do in your personal life. I'm okay with being quote unquote physically abused, uh, with a whooping. Because I knew, I guess I knew the difference between whooping and abuse. I've seen the product of abuse. I have, and it just, it, it makes me worry to, if I, do I want kids? Is something that I want, and then I knew the difference in what my mom, my parents, my uncles, and my aunts were trying to teach me, rather than them just not being stable. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and all of my whoopings wasn't good. You know what I'm saying? Like they weren't. They were. I had some pretty tough ones. Like I got slapped a couple of times, right. but it's just you know that's honest. That's, that's you not know, that's that's real That's
2: talk. real. That is real, man. That, that is the reality. Yeah.
1: But long-lasting effects. Um, I think I had. I was a daddy's issues girl, quote unquote, rather than an abused abused kid. So I, I never, I never really thought that I went through that. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Um, but I never really thought that I did. And I'm kind of thankful for what I what I went through as a kid, my um, the whoopings and all of that, because it. I'm pretty sure I would have been, Let it have been up to me, I would have been in somebody's, I would have had a bigger butt and I would have been in somebody's strip club. But that's just the struggle of postgraduate life.
2: So, 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 so it's a whooping,
1: not, let me stop. No,
2: this, this is a great discussion. <laughs> and, um, you know, I think it's a discussion we should have more often. You know, I actually can't wait. You know, I haven't seen one, but I want to see a panel where we have a group of panelists discuss, you know, the concept of child abuse, what is or isn't. Or should we even be whooping kids? You know, because I know we have our opinions, but other people have theirs, and that's fine. You know, I just want to see, you know, I want to see some data. I want to see some research, which I know is out there to the effects of child abuse and, and, and whoopings and uh, uh, things of that nature and some of the words that we use and how we discipline our kids. Because ultimately, you know, I just want to make sure that these these children are taken care of. You know, and I think we all have a responsibility of that, and, you know, you just you just take it day by day and you learn. And I've, I've learned from my parents. And, you know, when I have children and they have children, I hope they can learn from me because I'm not going to be the perfect parent. So, you know, I really appreciate you guys for participating in this uh, discussion. Uh, really, Like I said, it really hit close home to me and it really made me examine uh, my upbringing and, you know, reliving a couple whoopings. You know, right now
0: I'm having flashbacks. I'm jumping a little bit. But you uh, know what? I, I want to say that the thing about being a parent is, you know um seventy five percent of the time I say you're shooting in the dark, you know every time you know you have well every time you experience something new as a parent, it's like it's the first time you know what I mean, and even certain experiences, you know it's still it's like the first time to experience this as a parent, and every time you don't know exactly the right thing to do. But you do what you feel is best. you do how you feel you know you're going to best um, raise your child. And so I think that's the thing that you know a lot of people have to understand like no, I'm not saying I'm not saying that it's an honest mistake to leave your child in the car, <laughs> but I'm saying that parents, you know they do the best they can, and sometimes you know, some things are not appropriate, but we're we're human. Okay. And that's
1: what I, and and that's what I think I've learned most over the years is my parents or the people who I was around when I was a kid before everybody else came around, um before my cousins were born before my little brother was born, I honestly being getting older now I can tell they honestly was just doing the best that they could. I was the guinea pig for both sides of the family. I'm the oldest, so I can tell now. That my parents and my family were really doing the best that they could because they weren't all parents at the same time. They were learning. They were kids. My mom was 19 and married to my, she had, she had me and my brother. They were kids and they were learning. So I totally get what you're saying, Coco. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: Not. We're, uh, we're all just winging it to an extent, but, uh, you know, um, I'm definitely, this will definitely be another discussion. We we've just, like, peeled, like, one uh, one layer back on this onion. But definitely an interesting discussion. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and end the discussion now. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Be sure to follow us on Facebook at Back to Black Podcast. Follow us on Twitter. And we're going to close out. Thank you guys for listening again. My name is Young T. I am Mary Jane. And this is Coco.
0: My guys. <laughs>
1: break, I don't have time to finesse. I put some ice in your neck, but I ain't holding you back. I spend my time on a rock, super ain't saving no horse. I don't have time to patrol Let me break these bills right down for a sec When it touched down,
0: ooh,
1: I got the limit to roof I gotta break her new rules She can't be taking no cops When she involved with the boss We don't get lost in the south Please don't get lost in the south She been like this from the door Told me her mom was a whore I gave her perks for herself I gave her perks for her steam I'm trying to crown me a queen You hear the chains when they clean I take them alley it's clean I push the wheel with the wings I gotta be on my seat I gotta be on my powder. I push it down to the floor I got designer law. I keep some gold and gauze. I smoke out all of my cars You smell the weed in the cow You smell the smoke in the seats. You gonna see you and at our child you didn't bend the deed you got me twisted at least you can let me crack your back let me rub you all over take it down ooh let me make this fly make you do on something you desire you desire